Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be here today with you. I have got a great guest for the podcast. Um, I've brought a friend of mine who I actually used to work with at at a firm that I actually came here um, to work for when I moved to Fayetteville about five years ago. And um, man, I can't believe how time has flown. But uh, not only was he a colleague and a coworker, but he became a friend and um, somebody that actually schooled me on all of the ways and intricacies of Northwest Arkansas. So he's been kind of my go-to Yoda, if you will, when it comes to all great things about NWA. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce Chad Coldiron. Chad is the Director of Executive Search at Zwei Group, which is actually a management consulting firm uh, based right by Rick's Bakery on uh, North College across from the VA Hospital. And uh, Chad is a lifelong Fayetteville resident, and 
here he is. Chad, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, Randy. Thanks for having me in today. Uh, excited to join a friend, uh, talk about the community that I grew up in and, and, and what makes me excited about it. Uh, you know, just looking out this window right now, I can see some things that, that honestly just give me goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> old so, main is old over main. my back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's a different conversation than I get to have with most people every day, but, uh, it's probably the one that, um, I'm, uh, most comfortable with at right. this point uh, right. in my, uh, in my life. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, so tell us a little bit about your, and as we like to ask all of our guests, everybody has a superhero origin story. So why don't you give us the quick cliff note version of, of, of who, uh, Chad Coldiron is. And I mean, it's such a cool name. I mean, that last name Coldiron, that's like, that's like the name of a, of a, of a star, of a movie star that featuring Chad Coldiron in his third epic movie so anyway but i'm just i'm digressed i wish uh, <laughs> yes anyone out there let me know if you need my uh rest of my last name uh no uh cold iron was a it's a it's a great family name um we come from a, a long line of blacksmiths okay uh, as we traced it back uh but as i always like to say i'm not sure that we were the best blacksmith with a last name like cold iron right uh should probably be a little closer to hot <laughs> that's true that's uh, true but yeah, my uh, my beginnings, you know, I've, I've been here since the late 80s, uh, which really was a, a transformative time uh, in Northwest Arkansas in general. Uh, I'm what you and, and a lot of people refer around to here as a as a Walmart brat. Okay. Uh, so along the way, my uh, my dad's career led him to work directly with Walmart on the supply side. Okay. Uh, and. One of the interesting things about Walmart and what um, one of the the business practices that they were able to establish in our area during their uh, their major growth periods was the demand for the presence of their suppliers in Northwest Arkansas. Right. So that brought that brought me. It brought uh, a ton of, of of great families throughout really the the world um, to become the melting pot that Northwest Arkansas is today. Right. Uh, right. It's, it's very interesting. There's, there's a very hard line usually of, you know, are you from around here or did Walmart bring you here? Everyone's welcome and accepted. Uh, but uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, I've, I've kind of grown up right on the middle of that line, and it's put me in a really good spot to develop relationships uh, throughout the community. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And, 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 you know, it's funny you say that. And again, I never want to beat a drum about Walmart or J.B. Hunt or Tyson, but it's like you can't ignore them. They're here. There's a reason why they're here. And there's a reason why they're, they're part of the reason why this area is so prolific in terms of growth, in terms of opportunity, in terms of nuance about, you know, why do we have one of the greatest art collections in, in the whole country right here at nestled in the Ozarks and Crystal Bridges? Sure. And we had a great episode talking with Beth Bobbitt, uh, who is the PR person from there. And so, you know, again, those are all of these are all of the stories that I think people need to hear and understand about what makes this place so special. So, you know, podcast listeners, if you hear me ad nauseum talk about Walmart and Sam Walton and all that, it's because he's had a major impact in this area. And again, I don't care where your politics lie. I don't care what you think about Walmart or what you don't think about Walmart. The bottom line is they, they, they set stakes here in Northwest Arkansas and have made a difference. And like you said, with the whole supply side uh, chain of businesses that served Walmart, that has only increased. And I think 
now the number is something like 18 or 1900 companies have a domicile and a location here in Northwest Arkansas, which is pretty ridiculous when you think about it. Because I don't know that there's any other organization. I don't think Target in Minnesota forced all their suppliers to have a location in Minnesota. I mean, I may need to check on that, but I doubt that that was the case. But Sam Walton had the presence of mind and the foresight to say, you know what? If people are going to do business with us, we want them to, to be a part of us and what we're doing. So, Very true. Uh, you know, I think a, a couple of others out there have, have tried to copy that same model, but Walmart has, has definitely been the one to, to hold true and fast as the, uh, the authority there as far as, you know, working with the supply side and, and really just being one of the, you know, greatest retail beings to ever ever come around right um it's it's like you said it's supported this area uh in a in a way that you know nothing else really has uh it's uh it's not only just provided the jobs and everything but it's really just brought this atmosphere uh to northwest arkansas you can see that you know we're just a little bit ahead of a lot of other areas that you might compare to us whether population wise or, or having a, a major university or just being one of the the epicenters of their state um, it's it's just neat we're getting things like a, a brand new top golf um, yeah got, that's a big deal uh, yeah absolutely a big deal for for a lot of the uh, the Walmart crowd that's a huge deal to be able to, to fly somebody in and say you know this is, is a part of your trip you know you right. can you can go you know stay and do this um, so yeah, it's a it's just it's a beautiful region that's getting more exposure mm-hmm. over the last uh, short while. Um, whether that's through uh, the university in general, or I think we had a, another news article, Newsweek, you know, ranked us the number four place best place to to live in America again this year. Yeah, U.S. News and World Report. I mean, it almost gets like it's like you just hear it every year. It's like, what, what are we four? Are we five? Are we three? Are we one year we were number one? I think so. I mean, every year we're we're like in that top five, top ten. Uh, and when I say we again, I think one of, on one of the other episodes. I mean, this was a ranking for Fayetteville, but when we think of it, it's the whole Northwest Arkansas area. And and like I said, I, I kind of lump Bentonville, even though there's some distinct differences between each city. I mean, Bentonville has its own DNA. Rogers has its own DNA. Springdale has its own DNA, according to Philip Taldo. And Fayetteville has its own DNA. So and, and all the surrounding areas, Tawnytown, West Siloam, Siloam, um, and then out in Eureka Springs and all those areas. I mean, there's each that's the thing about it. It's It's like a melting pot. This whole Northwest Arkansas area. So, I mean, I think it's kind of cool. But, but tell me a, just a little bit about you know your experience growing up here, and fundamentally the changes that you you've witnessed over time. I mean, you had a chance to go away after school after you graduated from college and came back. But just talk about your experience growing up here in Northwest Arkansas and the changes you've witnessed since then. Wow. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, so I know when we first moved here that, you know, we didn't even have a Northwest Arkansas mall at the time. Right. Um, so my mom was from Detroit, Cincinnati, Dallas, uh, used to having certain amenities, was not a very big fan of, of what she saw. Uh, so, you know, my first images of Fayetteville are this small town connected to a small airport, followed by a long drive up to the Walmart headquarters. Right. You know, that's, that's really what I had in my mind um, with the university, you know, really supporting a lot of the Fayetteville-specific community. Uh, so what unfolded over the next couple of few decades, really, um, at this point, are 
the support that it seems the community is able to or the surrounding areas are able to give each community has grown so much um, so just for instance the the public library that we're sitting in right now yeah this was not a resource when I was a child you right. know, we we had all the way through university just access to those uh, and then you know out of nowhere pops up the one of the nicest libraries in the country uh, right in my backyard uh, so stories like that uh, tended to come around often which is hey we were getting some sort of new facility and guess what it's one of the nicest ones in the country <laughs> and it's been funded and, and supported by one of these major groups that are it right here in our community uh, so uh, that was a lot of my upbringing was okay I'm now ready for the next step that our community is about to take what are we doing next how are we supporting this uh, part of the community whether it be uh, a greater homeless outreach program or uh, expanding the university's uh, attendance as far as uh, um, people go there uh, or uh, redoing um, some of the, the new Walmart campus to really keep up with uh, some of the trends that are going on in, in workplace environment. Yeah, uh, Those are all huge things that um, I've just become normal to, uh, to, to realize that are happening around here. Uh, so some support just like that and, and growth has, uh, has probably been the biggest thing that I've noticed. Um, but one thing that I've also noticed is that we've never really lost that small town community feel. Yeah. Um, you're still getting the hellos and nods and, you know, hope you have a good day as you're leaving the bank. All, all of those, you know, short term um, politenesses that you usually find in a, in a little bit slower, smaller community. Yeah. Uh, so... <clears throat> It's uh, It's been interesting as far as the education expansion has gone. Almost every high school and area surrounding us has, you know, doubled or tripled their uh, their population as far as kids go, uh, and that offers a, a ton of opportunities too. Um, so I also participate in a couple of uh, different programs. Uh, one of them is called the Spark Foundation. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, last week, uh, last Friday or Saturday, we had the uh, Cow Patty Race. Well, that was the event at Gully Park. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. Every year that comes around so fast. So. Talk about that real quick. It rains a lot every year like it did this year. Uh, but no, that is uh, one of uh, – the Cow Patty race was a race that was started in the 80s, ran through the 90s, uh, and then it took a break for a few years. Uh, I had a, a few close friends, uh, a couple outside of myself that are, are really the key figures, mm-hmm. uh, who developed this race back because they wanted to get back to their community and – and that when running was all, all always extremely accessible and promoted around here is, is you know through the trails and everything yeah uh, so it was an easy way for us to figure out how to, how do we get back to the the, the public education and, and those types of uh, um, opportunities uh, uh, now that we're older and, and have the ability to so creating the the cow patty run uh, version two uh, <laughs> was a was a huge goal and, you know I think that first year we started out with you know 80 or so kids uh running in the event and uh you know we'll have as many as 600 at this point wow yeah wow. so now are you you're raising money right yeah we've uh we've raised anywhere from uh you know five to twenty thousand dollars depending on the year and participation for okay. for the uh, Fable public education foundation uh so that has been a, a huge gift for us you know we've been a part of, of a lot of different initiatives on, on how that money is distributed to each school, what programs they get into, uh, and, and a lot of the, the programs revolve around health and fitness. Okay. Uh, okay. So 
that spurred off into a, another big run, which actually uh, finishes up right outside uh, on the Center Street here. Uh, that is the Hero Half Marathon. It's a, uh, a half marathon that is focused around firefighters. Okay. Uh, so not only are we able to, to give to those same uh, local education uh, organizations, but we also can uh, reach out to a couple national firefighters foundations as well as the 9-11 Foundation and, and, and make some contributions there. Oh, nice, um, nice. Yeah, and, and when, I think, now, when is the Hero Half Marathon? So that will normally lie sometime in mid-October. Okay. Uh, and, and honestly, we have firefighters that come in from all over the country wow. to participate in this at this point. And these guys run this thing in their full gear, <laughs> which is over 100 pounds of air tank, you know, jacket, helmet, masks, everything. Yeah. And it's very, very impressive. That's why it's a half marathon. Yeah, right. It's very <laughs> impressive to see these guys cross the finish lines. And a lot of times they'll have teammates and supports yeah. that, that, have, that have been there uh, you know, throughout the whole race. Uh, encouraging them on and, and and honestly that is uh that's one of the better moments that you'll you'll find at a race atmosphere is, is when you've got one of those guys coming up the last long hill uh really pushing himself and and he knows that he's not only doing it for himself but he's probably doing it for his whole uh whole uh fire squad back home yeah that's very cool that's very cool so so what did you, i mean what do you think about what was your experience like being a product of of the school system here specifically in Fayetteville but then I also know that you played sports and um, you were you got a little bit of experience in the on on the baseball diamond and uh, but what was your experience overall if I'm you know maybe relocating here to northwest Arkansas and I've got some some school age children and uh, you know I may be getting them involved in some some organized sports what would you, what, what is your take on organized sports here in, in northwest Arkansas sure well Fayetteville High School alone, or just the Fayetteville education system, um, you know, sports-wise, always very competitive. They do a great job of bringing in pretty good, pretty good leaders who've got some good experience. Mm-hmm. And and I would like to say the the tenure of an average coach at Fayetteville is is very very long. So they're touching a lot of gener- generations of kids, and you know, they can change themselves over those years and really become you know better leaders. And and I, I've seen that. Out of quite a quite a few um, different situations in Fayetteville, but in general, uh, you know, I'd, I'd use the words uh, very fortunate, spoiled, if if not as far yeah. as uh, facilities go, access to uh, to things like booster clubs. Uh, you know, those were all very very prevalent as to compared to some of the other places I knew uh, from around Northwest Arkansas that you know just didn't have as much um, for for each team or for even you know each individual kid. Uh, so. Um, you know, tons of different opportunities there, but you know, on the education side of it, I think this is probably one of the better public educations you can get in in, in America. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, kind of comparing what we have to some other similar size and and, and even some of the bigger communities, uh, it's a a very very education friendly. Uh, area around here and i think a lot of that actually comes through the university and how many people it employs so it's a it's just a a very important very uh invested in thing uh from a young age around here and i think it really shows we've got plenty of kids that come out right out of the public education system that step right into some of uh some of the most respected jobs in the world yeah absolutely i mean and you you have a lot of options here i mean you obviously got the u of a which is kind of the beacon of all education in this area you've got nwac um you've got all these you know in 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 in, uh, from k through 12 you've got a lot of private schools you've got a lot of charter schools like haas hall and others and then of course you've got all of these you know 
large, larger high schools, Springdale, Harbor, um, uh, Bentonville, uh, and, and, and I'm, I, I can't list them all. And of course, Fayetteville, as you said. So there's just a lot going on as far as that's concerned. And there seems to be, and again, from somebody, I've only been here five years, but my feeling is that there is some camaraderie between the different schools. Like I remember the story about how um, Fayetteville got its 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 name Bulldogs and and how Springdale, uh, how Fayetteville and Springdale both had the same school mascot name and they played a football game to settle it that who would get that name. So and and, and you want to tell me the quick story of that? <laughs> Nobody came out on top that game and we both are now the Bulldogs. <laughs> that's that's hilarious because the game got ended up tie, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so how long ago was that? Oh, I, I don't know the date on that. Okay. Uh, All right. I that, thought that was a hilarious story when they told me because it was like, yeah, Springdale, they're the Bulldogs. Fayetteville's the Bulldogs. So we're going to play for it. They play for it. They tie. And then nobody changes their name. Yep. So yeah, yeah, that's funny. I, I think it's the most popular mascot in, uh, in all high school sports. Probably. That makes sense as yeah. Well. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, but, you know, the rivalries amongst uh, Springdale, Benville, Rogers, Fayetteville uh, growing up were, you know, the, that was – that's what Fridays were all about uh, mm-hmm. when I was younger. You know, now that I've gotten older, I, I try to appreciate the area as a whole. You know, everything has something to offer. Uh, you know, Bentonville and the the industry and um, knowledge that that comes out of out of that area from a from a business standpoint is amazing, and, and, and as well as a arts and cultural standpoint. Right. Uh, you know, Rogers uh, is is near and dear to my heart just because you know Beaver Lake. It's uh, one of the best kept secrets about the area um and uh it's it's a, a very bass friendly fisherman friendly uh and, and water sport friendly lake um that that expands uh quite a bit of northwest arkansas as well so um you know i uh, enjoy rogers for that and then um springdale has kind of been one of the industrial uh areas uh, of our area that um has supported um a ton of what's happened over the over the years in in Fayetteville and Bentonville and Rogers and at this point they are actually um growing quite a bit right uh, improving um whether it's the the new downtown area which has been a big focus of uh the Tyson family as far as uh making sure that there's a you know uh things happening um you know making that area desirable for you know not only uh bigger industrial businesses but some of the smaller businesses as well um, right. that, that want to come in and just uh feel like they've got a good home on main street america in springdale yeah it's almost become i mean emma has become almost an incubator of sorts i mean you've got um uh, uh there's the cider brewing company there mm-hmm. i think it's uh black apple yeah. And uh, there are, there's just a number of things going on there. And I actually was driving over there the other day, and I saw the Tyson facility, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous." Sure. That's... And it's it's I mean it's it's but it's one of many because Tyson has locations all over the place. But that facility, I mean, it, you, you don't really notice it till you're right up on it. You see the little chicken sign, and and you go and you look in the back, and you're like, "Wow, they this is really it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely really yeah." Beautiful. Uh, in that building, I believe the house house all of their I IT worker, right. IT operations right. at this point. Right. Uh, but I know that that area, they are uh, primed to, to take over a couple other things and keep improving. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and another big thing that just went in that, that they were a big part of supporting is the, the new children's hospital. Yes. Uh, so them along with uh, JB, the JB Hunt family as well. Right. Um, you know, 
rumors are that that could be one of the best you know facilities in the country whenever uh, things are all all said and done here in a few years. So. And that's saying a lot because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good children's hospitals around the country. And, and speaking of which, which I might just point out to to local residents is that you know obviously if you ever have an emergency with your child, you can actually take them to the uh, the children's hospital. Uh, emergency room there in Springdale. And that is an option to you as well. You don't necessarily have to take your child to Washington Regional. Um, I actually know some people that work at that children's hospital and they say, you know, sometimes we're just sitting here playing cards. I mean, they're not really, but I mean, they're dealing with very sick children, but then they also have an emergency unit there. And so um, certainly want to encourage you if, if, if unfortunately something happens and you have the need to that for that type of facility, you should know that that is available and open to you. And it's right there just on the other side of the highway from, uh, from Springdale and um, off of Don Tyson. And so there are a lot of options for you as far as that's concerned. But every day I turn around and that wasn't even there five years ago when I moved here. No. So like, like every day I turn around, there's something like that new popping up. And that's what I really like about Northwest Arkansas because, like, if you blink, all of a sudden there's a new building, there's a new business, there's a new opportunity of something that's happening in your area, which is kind of cool. You know, I know you have a, a lot of things that you like to do. You're a man of many talents and many interests. And there's one thing that I've always wanted to talk with you about, and I, th- I figured this would be the best forum to share it. But I know you like a little antiquing, and that's that's kind of a, a cool thing for you. And, and uh, share with the audience some of the ins and outs of antiquing here in Northwest Arkansas and what it's like. And maybe you don't have to give away all your secrets, but um, I know that you've had you, you like antiquing. You, you you love succulent plants. I mean, again, you're you're a multi varied individual. But talk a little bit about the the whole antiquing marketplace here in northwest arkansas sure and you know my interests uh, like any good southern boy a lot of it comes from his parents uh i know that my mom loved the old and rusty she did not want to fix anything she just wanted it the way it was yeah uh so i think i've i've learned to you know take that aspect and, and and let it bleed into other other parts of my life which is hey let's let's you know let's look at this glass half full and that's what the way I look with a lot of antiques is that um, you know this is something that overall does interest me there was a lot of work that went into some of these products that were made um, way back when mm-hmm. a lot a lot more work and handmade work than than a lot of things get now yeah uh, so uh, to be able to save that create a story from it have my own origin story. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really do. I like that. It gets me out of bed early on Saturday and Sundays, you know, when I'm off work and I want to go hit some garage sales and, right, right. and, uh, and, and do a little dickering. Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, it's, you know, a part of the community around here, uh, is to, uh, to see some, some secondhand goods. Uh, and, and I think that's just one thing I always fell in love with. So, uh, you'll you'll rarely see me buy something new. Right, uh, I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> new isn't always better, as I was taught as no. a young person. So you know, no, exactly. That, I, I like that, and you're and you're absolutely right about quality, which uh, unfortunately doesn't exist the way that it did in the past. And so um, you know, there and there's a lot of you know there there are a lot of options out there uh, for you to find some really neat things. So you know, and there there are all kinds of swap meets and things of that nature around here. So. Sure, whether it's a, a flea market. Market, uh, swap meet or, or just a, a good vintage store. Uh, it seems to uh, the area seems to support uh, that type of uh, operation. Uh, I know I always have, yeah. um, but but we've we've definitely gained some more in uh, in recent years. Give me two vintage stores for our audience listeners. Let's see. I really like four ten vintage. Okay. 
they're right there on North College in Lafayette. Okay. And then... Yeah, I know 410 Vintage, and I know you know I know there's a couple of other places down. Um, I'll put it this south way: south of town. If you drive out to Prairie Grove, okay, there are four or five vintage shops on Main Street. There. Okay, those are my favorite days. Is whenever I get you know the extra forty five minutes to to get ready in the morning and head out there and then head back. Okay. So you you pretty much can go out there and, and you, you probably will leave satisfied finding something. Every time. Every time. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you have it, folks. So uh, definitely, if you can, check out um, uh, 410 Vintage right there on North College in Lafayette and uh, head on down to Prairie Grove. And there are four or five vintage shops down there. And we'll put some links in the show notes for some of these places. So, um, so, so talk a little bit about, and I know you just recently bought a house in, on the east side of town and, and, uh, you know, you you have decided that you're going to make roots here. I mean, you're obviously your family's here, um, so there's really no reason to leave. Um, why have you? I mean, you had a chance to go to Dallas. You've been, you've you've seen some other big cities. You've experienced some things. Um, what what firmly in your mind as an adult made you say, you know what, I'm going to stay here in, in Northwest Arkansas? A couple of things. You know, I think the the first thing that is one of the underlying themes is that I've always felt very, very supported by this community. Okay. It seems and feels like home to me. Yeah. Uh, when compared to, to other places, I don't expect everyone to have that feeling. Uh, but the way I was you know, raised and the opportunities that were put in front of me, uh, I always want to give back directly to this community. Uh, cause that was always a goal of mine is to be able to go out, um, and, and, and give back in some way. Uh, and so it's really important to me that it's done here yeah. uh, because it, so much was given to me through this community. Um, and, you know, the one of the other reasons is that this is one of the premier growing areas for opportunities in America right now. Yeah. Uh, housing is affordable. Still, kind of. <laughs> so, uh, coming from a man that just bought a house, so he knows. You know, That's cool. Traffic isn't bad. Right. Crime is very low. Yeah. Uh, lots and lots of uh, community markets. And, uh, you know, it's not exactly Walmart country like you'd think where there's a Walmart on every corner. Right. I think uh, that, and I think that's what some people think about when they, they can, do. You know, they do. I mean, I mean, we can't get a Costco here, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and I'm still holding out hope for Trader Joe's. But, you know, people have I think people have this idea that there is literally a Walmart in every corner. And there really isn't. And again, I have a newfound respect. I have a, I have a much larger respect for Walmart after walking through those hallowed halls at the museum up there in Bentonville on the square. And then just learning what I've learned about Sam Walton. And, and, and again, um, I think it's just it's part it's part of the fabric of what this area is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you can't beat that. And I know you like good food, too. So to talk to the audience a little bit about places that you like to go hang out and eat. I know you, you, you really like good food. And I so, do. yeah, and, and, <laughs> and you, you know a lot of spots because you're always telling me about places to go and you should check out this place or visit that place. I know a couple of your friends have food trucks in the area. So, mm-hmm. what, you know, what if there were two or three spots that you that you either either regularly frequent or that you would recommend to someone listening in, what would you say? Sure. Uh, you know, a Fable Classic is, is Hugo's. Yeah. Uh, I think 
you know, uh, if you've got a, a good two-person table and you want to grab a good lunch or dinner and, and actually have a, a little bit different atmosphere than you might find anywhere else in, in, in Arkansas, uh, that's a, a really good place to start. And that's right down there on the Fayetteville Square. Sure. Uh, secondly, my uh, you mentioned my buddy. He, uh, he owns a, a Cajun food truck. It's called Andouille. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I eat there a lot. Um, they, <laughs> you keep him in business. I do. Yes, we're trying. <laughs> uh, no, but but him along with a, a, a lot of other uh, entrepreneurs in the in the food truck scene have, have found some some decent success here. Yeah, uh, and so that's mm-hmm. exciting as well. Um, but as far as restaurants go, you know, I've got a couple of favorite uh, pizza places around here too. Okay, um, one of them is called Mojo's Pizza. Yeah, I think they've got some of the, the best crust in town. Uh, and then, you know, one that I wasn't sure that I was going to be totally on board with, which is, uh, which is Woodstone, but I really, oh, really love I, Woodstone. I love Woodstone too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the new, they have two locations. They have one down South of town and they have one uptown. So, mm-hmm. uh, here in Fayetteville, which is kind of cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, those are, those are some good, those good restaurants. Yeah. I've eaten at a, a couple other places that are, that are up North though. Um, I recently had a meal at, uh, the preacher's son. Oh, somebody else was telling me about that place. Yeah, um, the preacher's son. It's so. a beautiful, beautiful uh, older church that was reconverted into a restaurant, and I believe they've got a, a bar and lounge maybe in the basement. Okay. Um, but one of the neat things about uh, Preacher's Son is that all of the glasswork was done by an artist named George Dombach. Okay. Uh, so George, uh, pretty well known for uh, his stained glasswork, uh, some hidden figures within those stains. So if you're sitting there staring and you feel like, am I looking at a tree or am I looking at something else? You mm-hmm. actually might be looking at something, something else. else. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, encourage everyone to, uh, to check that out. He's, uh, also got some work, I think at the at crystal bridges, uh, as far as, uh, a part of the actual building and, and not on display. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a, it's, that's a neat little piece up there that I would, uh, mention going to. And then there's this other place that, uh, if you like the new craze of the open wood fire type atmosphere where you can see the cooking going on, mm-hmm. there's a place called Oven and Tap that okay. I'd recommend as well. Okay. They do a lot of uh, breads, um, pizzas, pastas, kind of a Italian style, but then uh, also dip in uh, on quite a few seafood dishes as well. Okay. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're in that scene where you're... You know, you're you're a millennial. You you like to go hang out after work sometimes. But where would you go grab a drink here or somewhere in in, in Northwest Arkansas? My dad's got a great bar in his basement. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know, I, I don't like to say that I'm old school because I honestly haven't been hanging out there for for too many years. But I like to to go to a place called Maxine's Tap Room. <sighs> I knew you were going to say uh, that. So Maxine's is there. Uh, there's a, a another place that if uh, I want to catch a good game and, and you know yell whatever I want to yell. I'll right. go down to a place called Buster's. Okay, uh, it's right. right down there on Dixon Street and been there for a very very long time. Okay, um, ask for a guy named Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting specific podcasters. Uh, those of you that are listening to this, you get to, you get the ends of of where you need to go and who you need to ask for. I kind of like that because that that brings uh, some added value to listening to these podcasts because you just never know what you might learn. So there's always a hookup out there somewhere. So there is, that's, that's actually one thing being a, a townie and grown up around here that I've always uh, felt like I'm, I'm one or two degrees away from solving, solving any problem around here. <laughs> right, right, right. Which I love, which I love. That's awesome. So, okay. Well, there you have it folks. I mean, chat, chat has brought in a number of, of, of different, um, 
pieces of information I think are really helpful and valuable as you either are, are listening to this and contemplating making a move to the Northwest Arkansas area. But, you know, as we close out, um, Chad, would you have any final words to share um, for, for our listening audience? You know, I think one important takeaway is to realize that the Northwest Arkansas opportunity is probably greatest now than it has been in a very long time. Um, We are just now getting to the place to where someone who might be listening to a podcast like this could say, okay, Fayetteville, Finville, (laughs) Rogers, Springdale, that's actually a place I could move to and make it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As before, I think we were just a place that had been making a list for a long time. Um, but we didn't really have any real reason to bring people here other than there were some good paying jobs and housing was low. Right. Uh, right. Now we're starting to see those resources come in. Um, and it's, it's, it's wonderful to see. I know I'm excited for the next generations who, who have access to all of this, but still get to feel that same community, um, vibe that I got growing up and, and it's been so important to me. Yeah, no, and it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, I mean, even in the next 21 years or less, they said that the population is going to double here. So the goal is how do we preserve that sense of community and sense of family in this area even as we increase in size? And I honestly think that if there was ever a case for witnessing that happening, I think it could happen here with just, I think, the sentimentality that you have of the people of Northwest Arkansas and just, you know, what opportunities exist here. So I think it's I think it's really good. And I think if there are more people like yourself and others that are from here that can kind of s- steward and shepherd that growth, I think there's, there, the, the sky is the limit. So Maybe we can get Amazon to do the new headquarters here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think that would be a tough, that would be a tough sell for a lot of people. And I, and I, and I I always joke and I always joke about Costco because it's just being funny because I can just go down the road to Tulsa if I want to go to Costco. But I've always people say, well, maybe Costco will come to Northwest Arkansas. And I'm like, not, not as long as Sam's Club is based in Northwest Arkansas. There, you know, Sam's Club is not going to open up a location in Kirkland, Washington. And so it's just the way it is. That's where Costco is based. But anyway, I digress. Um, thank you so much, Chad, for, for coming on this podcast. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy work day to come and hang out. And, and uh, although I'm not in that office every day, I, I certainly in, uh, enjoy just the privilege of us hanging out and talking and just for you sharing your story with uh, the rest of this audience. There's so much more we could have talked about. I mean, at one point in time, you were Mr. Baseball here in Arkansas, and I could, I could go on and on about some of your uh, athletic um, uh, accomplishments here. But I mean, again, I really wanted to talk to Chad, the man, and and you know, and and so you really provided the audience with some great information, and and, and I hope you guys really like this. And so, um, if if people want to reach out or connect with you, what's the best way to connect with you? I know you're on Instagram, and and uh, you know, um, how can people reach out to you to just say thank you for being on the episode? Sure, and and well, I'll have Randy leave my uh, my cell, which is four seven nine. Wait, 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 you don't have to give your cell. Oh, what? <laughs> All right, well, I'll have Randy leave my email. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put an email out there and because you know people will start calling you because i'm surprised too i put my information out there and all of a sudden i'm getting a lot of calls that i i didn't expect to get now i'm getting them all the time but it's all good you don't have to actually put your cell out there but but yeah we'll, we'll put your email in the show notes and uh and then what's your instagram it's chad cold iron there you go 
Remember the movie star Chad Cold Iron, all one word, and that's C O L D Iron, like mm-hmm. it sounds. So, um, so next time we'll do this. We'll get a couple of beers, and we'll talk a little bit more about sports. Some more yeah. casual conversation. Yeah, let's. I think we should, I, and I think we should do that. And because I, again, I, I see another episode at some point in time where we can, where we can kind of expand upon some of these, some of these ideas that we talked about. And we don't have to talk about antiquing the next time. We can talk about succulents, or we mm-hmm. can talk about sports and baseball, and just all the great things that are happening in this area. And so, um, you some know, we'll of the, have to figure the, that out. Some of the entertainment uh, opportunities that have been coming to our, our area are, are amazing as oh, well. I mean, we just filmed the new season of True Detective. Here. Exactly. I know we've had a couple of other uh, smaller movies that have, have agreed to, to come and, and start filming. Uh, so that is that is very exciting. That's probably the most recent change that we saw around Fayetteville in the last year was, uh, you know, the feedback I got from from anyone I spoke to is associated with with any of the filmings on that was we loved it here and we will be back. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think what's kind of cool is that you've got a lot of different looks to the area. Right. I mean, Springdale doesn't look quite like Fayetteville and Fayetteville doesn't look quite like Bentonville. So each town has its own little unique flavor. And you're absolutely right. True Detective was filmed here. I've talked about that on another episode. I think the other thing. Well, one of the things that I was told, and I didn't realize this, but was that the Amp Theater, the the original Amp, was at the back of <laughs> the Northwest Arkansas Mall, and it was in the parking lot. It was in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the Amp now, which has some. Uh, and I'm going to post on our, our Facebook page. Uh, I am Northwest Arkansas. I'll post a list of all the concerts coming to the Amp this summer. There's some great concerts coming. I just found out about Johnny Gill and some others that are coming here in September. But anyway, when I heard about uh, about the original location of the Amp, I was like, wow. They, they were like, yeah. Before it was up in Rogers, it was down in in uh, Fayetteville right behind the mall in the parking lot. And they were like, and did you know that Earth, Wind, and Fire um, performed there and so many other people? And I was like, what? Yeah, I saw I was, a couple of Hootie and the Bluefish concerts yeah, I, in the parking lot like, of the mall. I, yeah, I mean, I had no idea. So I look at that mall totally differently. I'm like, man, this is like special sacred ground. It's almost like when you go to Woodstock, you're like, wow, this is there were some great bands here. So anyway, mm-hmm. but but we'll, we'll post the information with regard to upcoming schedules of events at the amp but yeah you should definitely check out that facility it's absolutely gorgeous and uh and and certainly you should avail yourselves of all the entertainment that's happening here and you're right um chad we do need to do an episode where we just talk about all the entertainment because as i met with um chelsea ware from ass fayetteville and what's up fayetteville she she's part of this thing called the sick house and there's so many things going on here and there's a lot of a, a lot of talented people in Northwest Arkansas, and I know you've actually been affiliated with affiliated with some people that that have had um, a, a real impact in this area from a musical standpoint. So I think that's pretty cool, and you know what, we will have to spend some time talking about that because I know that there is a a set of our audience that that is big into entertainment and you know what that means. So, but I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely, I'll uh, I'll be back soon. Absolutely, thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Chad Cold Iron. And uh, we really appreciate him coming on this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. And again, I want to remind you guys, we we have just this 
podcast has taken off overnight. Thank you so much for being a listener. If you can share this podcast with a friend, if you know somebody that's thinking about coming here and you need the you need to get that little push them over the edge, um, then share this podcast with them. Let them know what this place is all about. And for those of you that are around here and are just becoming acclimated to the area and all the aha moments that this podcast can provide you, we would appreciate you listening. We would appreciate you sharing. And also remember, if you can, you can also write a review about the podcast and you can leave us a, a, a message on our website at IamNorthwestArkansas.com to let us know what you thought about an episode. If you didn't like it, if you hated Chad, if you love Chad, if you hate Randy, if you love Randy, please share with us. Remember, sharing is caring and the only way we get better is to understand what our audience is thinking, what they're feeling, and what they want. So we do want to give the people what they want because this is not the Randy show. That's why I didn't call it the Randy show. It's <laughs> I am Northwest Arkansas. So uh, please just continue to connect with us and check us out on Facebook at I am Northwest Arkansas. Uh, you can also check us out uh, online at I am Northwest Arkansas.com. And remember, we are here every Monday at 12 noon. We drop a new episode, sometimes two, maybe even three. And if nothing else, at least one. So, you know, we want to make sure we're giving you the best of what Northwest Arkansas has to offer. And each and every week, I'm going out to connect with the best to bring them to you directly. So thank you so much for trusting me uh, and, and, and allowing this podcast to enter your headspace. And so we hope that it is a, um, a blessing for you. And we look forward to seeing you next week. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. Peace. hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.